Hey guys, welcome to the Corner in the Casual. It's the man in your corner, Mike Jackson, and the ever casual Jason Finch Freeman. What's up, Jason? You need to use the uh, extra medium mic because extra I love it. Extra medium mic. That's right. I love it. So, if y'all know me, I used to be big mic, but now every time I tell people I'm big mic, they're like, why are you big mic? And I don't want to lie, but I still got a big old dick, so I just tell them. <laughs> That's so funny you said that because I forgot everybody used to call you Big Mike. That's so funny. So now I I feel like I can't lie and tell them I'm Big Mike, so I got to be extra medium. Absolutely. (laughs) Extra medium. I love it. Well, first I want to start by saying shout out to all the followers that we've got on Facebook the past couple days. I literally created a Facebook page less than 48 hours ago. We've already got 400 followers, so shout out to you guys. You guys rock. Man, the love is great. I appreciate it, guys, so much. We're paying attention. We feel it. And we love the follows and the listens, especially even more. But if you're going to listen, do us a solid. Hit that subscribe button. Got to hit that subscribe. I know it's hard to come off of the like button and the subscribe button sometimes because I'm the world's worst about like throwing my likes around. But I've kind of come to this realization that I need to be a little bit more liberal with the like button and the subscribe button alike. So, I mean, Absolutely. if you'll go like some asshole celebrity in Hollywood that don't give two shits about you, surely you can do your homies some love and throw us a like, throw us a subscribe, you know. Yeah, but I'm ecstatic. I'm super excited. We're doing a giveaway as soon as we reach 500. We're recording this on Friday evening, February 5th, and we're at 400. I'm sure we're going to hit 500 probably by the end of tomorrow. So what we're going to do is we're going to announce the winner uh, on next week's podcast. So we're planning on recording every Friday releasing every monday so you will find out a week from whenever you're listening to this if you listen to it whenever we release it right and i don't know if any of y'all been paying attention or not hopefully you have but in the giveaway we got some uh, some of our favorite ufc flyweights merch to hand out because you know the guy made me the corner so i gotta give him some love right absolutely We're, we got a jimmy the brick flick merch to give out we got a shirt a signed poster and a sticker right and i'm sure we'll throw some other goodies in there as we go along right now we just one of our biggest backers one of our best fans best friends family whatever you want to call him we got love for the brick here at the corner in the casual and uh we're, we're going to spread it around. Hopefully you guys do too. So, you know, pay attention. Maybe get get some cool shit. To be honest, I'm probably his, like, biggest fan. Oh, yeah. Jason's <laughs> the biggest fangirl for the break. Dude, for, I've got a picture of the guy hanging up in my kitchen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I literally do. What a weird place to have it, too, because the guy only eats chicken nuggets. If anybody in the <laughs> UFC is listening, dude, Flick is on a strict diet of nothing but chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. You're giving away his secrets, bro. I know. That's Not how he cool. cuts all that weight. It's chicken nuggets. But for real, man, I love that guy. I'm super thankful that he uh, offered to throw us the merch to do the giveaway with, so... I love that guy. He's awesome. I mean, why wouldn't he, though? We're onto some good shit, and well, that guy knows good shit when he sees it. So I also, man. speaking of him knowing good shit, he's a fan of the podcast so far. He has told me how funny it is, but he also told uh, me and Mike that whenever he's got fight news, we're going to break that news right here on the podcast. So you will hear it here first. 
Right, exclusive fight news. Hopefully, we'll be able to break it before them assholes leak it online. But yes. I have, we have a bit of an inside source. So whenever we get something pen to paper, we know who the brick is going to fight next. You're going to hear it here first. We're going to drop that news. We're going to bring Flick on with us to talk about it, discuss the matchup, and you know, kind of delve into his options, his possibilities, and moving forward, and you know just where he's at you know this guy right now is mma in oklahoma okay i mean there's guys coming up but he's the precedent they're uh, looking to him a hundred percent hundred percent all right flick got his love now moving on um next do you do you want to yeah tell let's start about it? it uh we're gonna do a uh, pre-roll review the first pre-roll review of the uh of the season i guess i should say um, I the first a, of many, hopefully. We need to get you guys on board with this. But. Yeah, I'm hoping to have some fun with it. Uh, shout out to Randy Peg and Ashley over at the Plug 918. They hooked us up with a Packwoods. This thing looks insane. <laughs> yeah, uh, big shout outs to the Plug 918 for being the first ones to just jump on board and kind of let us rate and review their stuff, you know. We had every intention on going in there and paying cash money for this, but these guys were, you know, they, they wouldn't take it. They wanted us to have it for free. Yep. Tell us what they thought. And I'm going to be honest, I haven't even lit it yet. And this thing is like fucking almost intimidating, bro. This is <laughs> this is a hog. The packaging know. was cool. They like wax dipped it or whatever and it like dripped yeah, down the like side. It was really nice. Keith, and it's really nice. But basically, what we're going to do with this pre roll review is we're not going to. You know, to sit here and talk about weed the whole time. We're going to smoke and we're going to talk and we're going to bullshit and carry on. And as we go, we're going to tell you what we think and then uh, tell you how we feel, how it tastes, whatever. And we'll come up with a nice, neat little rating system. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's no way by looking at this thing that I could be disappointed. No, I don't think so. I was really surprised that they just handed me that one. I I believe it was a $35 pre-roll. So holler at you at... uh, the plug 918 if you're trying to get one of these yeah uh for the west side by the west side i think that's what they uh yep for the west from the west side for the west side patience over profit there we go plug 918 thanks a lot guys appreciate y'all so what do you want to get into first do you want to get into the international man of mystery let's go ahead and knock that one off i mean we need two more nominees for this week so you might as well yeah, I've got mine. You got yours? Um you go first. I want to hear who you got. I'm going to I'm going to keep mine par <laughs> for the course and I'm going to nominate Robert Downey Jr. I mean, the dude literally came from nothing. I think he was doing a stint for drug possession or something that he was doing on drugs. He had a drug problem and then now he's fucking Iron, Iron Man. Man. Yeah. So that dude's Robert awesome. Robert Downey Jr. But what gives Robert Downey the the spy like qualities to be qualified for the International Man of Mystery? Well, he was a dude dressed as another dude, disguised as another dude. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Can we talk about that? How he is the only white dude to successfully pull off blackface without catching any shit? I don't know if he was the only, but he was definitely the last. A hundred percent. For sure. I mean, like, he hasn't caught any flack for it. And, I mean, he was... I think people have tried, but he's just like, 
Fuck you, I'm Robert Downey Jr. He's yeah. un- unfazed, bro. Like, when you're fucking Iron Man, you can do that, I guess. Yeah. You know? 100%. But I love that guy. One of my favorite actors. He's definitely, uh, he's got a long list of why he should even be on the, the list. So, so let me get this right. Your three nominees so far have been Liam Neeson, Nick Cage, and Robert Downey Jr. They're like all the same person. Three alcoholic actors. <laughs> I love it though. These are the spies we got. I hope they don't work for America. No, they're MI6. Huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'll take it. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <coughs> Shit, man. The uh, the Packwoods is is hitting hard. Okay, so here's my nominee, and it's I mean it kind of you know goes with my interest. I'm going with Habib Nurmagomedov. I know because who's not the, winning. This is the international man of mystery. Yes. And aside from Liam Neeson, we don't have a whole lot of uh, internationalness going here. And, you know, the qualities that speak to him being hey. a spy. I mean, Jesus Christ, isn't he friends with, like, a fucking, like, <coughs> Russian warlord or some shit? You know? Like, maybe not, was it, like, Ukrainian or fucking Kazakhstan? Something with a stand. Well, a stand at the end. And he's, you know... Arguably the baddest motherfucker in the world, you know what I mean? That's that's fair, but you've also got Aaron Rodgers and Elon Musk. Hey Both man, are, I'm picking from. I'm trying American. to spread the shit around, all right? All my dudes don't go fucking <laughs> jerk off Harvey Weinstein, right? Like these guys, I got a football player, a fucking rocket scientist, and an MMA fighter who's arguably like fucking some kind of special SEAL Team Six motherfucker, you know what I mean? That's fair. I mean, Khabib's dude, I mean, like. You see pictures of him with, like, machine guns and shit, dude. Khabib's about that life, bro. He's a fucking Navy SEAL type motherfucker. He's probably best friends with Putin. Putin. Dude, I guarantee you they get love, bro. Like, him and his dad used to go, like, visit him after the fights and shit. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So but he's since, definitely since a spy. we're on UFC, I mean, since that kind of led <coughs> into one of the questions I was, I've been wanting to talk to you about, I seen earlier this week that Nate Diaz is, like, fucking trying to call out Poirier. He's trying to get fights and shit. And then Tony Ferguson's yes. trying to call out Nate. Justin Gaethje's trying to call out Nate. Yes. So my question basically is, like, who do you want to see win that Nate Diaz lottery? Because, I mean, let's be real, bro. T-Ferg. Nate's the money fight now. So Nate's... Nate's the the money fight right under Connor. Yeah. Connor kind of lost some of that prestige, right? So, yeah. I mean, it's like, who fights for the vacant belt? Because, I mean, let's say it's vacant because could be, you know, it's vacant. he's retired. He's right? going to fight GSP. That's what okay. I'm hearing. Does he come off of his title, though, and make it a super fight, like at 170 yeah. or something? Yeah, he's got to. I don't think GSP is going to cut. GSP's never been to 155, and he hasn't fought in forever. So right. it would only make sense if it was at well, 170. Well, I mean, he's got Khabib's plenty of... a fucking big-ass lightweight, dude. So. He's got plenty of interviews saying that he won't cut. Like, so I'm just... I'm pretty sure if they do fight, it'll be at 170. That's okay. just my guess. Okay, so back to the original question, though. Who wins the Nate Diaz lottery? It's got to be... It's got to be... It's, it's either Deeper. Justin Gaethje, Tony Ferguson, or he fights Pouye for a vacant belt. In my honest opinion, Nate, he's not in the mix for the title yet. Gaethje, Dustin. You're wrong there, though, dude. And the only reason I say you're wrong is because 
Dustin Poirier is in the running for the title. Right. And Dustin Poirier wants that money fight. True. And his next fight's going to be for a belt. Yeah. No matter who he fights. I, th- and I he think. He wants that Nate fight because, I mean, what. In Dustin's mind, I think he sees that as a, a very winnable fight. Yeah. And it's a fucking big time pay per view. You fight Nate Diaz, the whole world tunes yeah. in. Yeah. Right? So Nate he's got Diaz a good chance fights. of taking the belt and getting fucking paid. You know? Right. Whenever Nate fights, all the casuals come out, just like Just like Connor. Connor. Yeah. 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 Except for having douchey beards and man buns, dude. They fucking got <laughs> lokes and they sag their pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is it? What does he say? Fuck. Stock the motherfucker. Stock the motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. I love the Diaz brothers. I want Tony to get it because I think Dustin should fight Oliveira uh, for the title. Uh, I think Chandler and Gaethje should should go at it. Do you think the UFC gives Oliveira that title shot though? I he mean, deserves it. He's not he gonna get it. He definitely deserves it. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it, but can you can you sell him to the fucking Lokes and saggy pants? You no, know what I mean? Probably it's not. Like, I mean, you definitely you gonna want have the a hard time to tune in. You're yeah. gonna have a hard time selling it to Dustin because that's gonna be a tough match for Dustin. I mean, you're the casual here. I mean, yeah. what? I mean. You would want to see Nate there, right? Before Charles, I, surely. I mean, I'm not a fan of Nate, though. Are you the intellectual casual now? Uh, I guess maybe in a way. <coughs> see, I just watch so much U- UFC that, like, I see who's active and who's not. Nate's not active. He hasn't fought since he lost to uh, Jorge. So I'm like, why is he even in the mix for a title shot? He Dude. shouldn't be. Because Nate uses Twitter like Donald Trump, bro. Yeah. Like, think about it, man. Nate had been in the game fighting fucking everybody, making bullshit-ass pay. And then he gets one fight with Conor. And then after that, it's kind of like he... It's almost like a light bulb went off. Like, social media is the way. You know, call your shots, talk your shit, fucking hold out. Who's been doing that, like, this whole time, though? I mean, T-Fur. when he fights, though, he means. I'm just saying, when Nate fights, though, he gets fucking paid, dude. Yeah, and that's because absolutely. of the bullshit. You'll notice, like, there'll be you know just some space where there's not a lot of noise going on, and then to stay relevant, he'll talk some shit. Somewhere. But I mean, that's just Nate, though. Nate's one of those like rugged fucking boys from the hood. He's always running his mouth. And it's good for business. I mean, to be honest, dude, he's not... Like, when these guys get to that point, dude, it, it becomes more than a personality. At that point, you're a brand. Yeah. Everything you do and say affects your fucking bottom line. Stockton, motherfucker. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that shit affects his bottom line. Don't, Speaking of Stockton, too, who, who does uh, Nick fight? Because they're talking... Nick's coming back. I keep seeing... I mean... They Listen, keep talking every, about it. Every year, there's like fucking, you know, like I said, four or five times where Nick's supposed to come back, but right. they... Usada, I seen the email. Yeah, I mean you can smoke bud. So they they you know they changed the rules around a little bit. Like what's stopping Nick from coming back? If he's already making money doing other stuff, he might as well just stay out. The UFC did him dirty, uh, or Usada, but they they did him dirty. What because of the suspension? Yeah. Well, they, they brought it down. At first, it was going to be five years or whatever, but they brought that suspension It was life down. at first, and then it was like nine, and then they brought it down to five. Yeah. It, you know, they were just trying to fuck, like flex on him, basically. You yeah. Know, they were trying to fuck with everything. Which was bullshit. 
Would you want to work for somebody like that that did that shit to you? I wouldn't. No, I mean, obviously you wouldn't want to, but I mean, fuck. Well. The guy, I mean, he knows his worth, dude, so he's going to get a big fight. You know who I'd like to see him fight? Who? Mike Perry. Dude. <laughs> I don't want to Nick Diaz Mike. Mike Perry, bro? Yeah, just, they're both crazy. That's not, is that not the casual fan's wet dream right there, You're probably bro? right. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's Mike Florida Perry. Trailer Park versus Stockton Ghetto, bro. I'm just so... Everybody's always talking about Mike Perry at this point. Dude, Mike Perry is going to give you exactly what you want in that fight, yeah, bro. You're He's absolutely gonna right. He's going to be aggressive. He's going to come forward swinging. Yeah. And you're going to fucking... You're going to see a vintage Nick Diaz. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, he's going to fucking box him up and then... And slap him. Maybe. <laughs> I would love to see it. Yeah. I think it's a great matchup. Today. Did they ever have any beef back in the day or anything? Fuck, there was no back in the day for Mike Perry. I mean, he ain't been in the game that long. I don't know. No. Oh. Dude, I feel Mike like... Perry's I thought, thought he'd been in a lot longer. Fuck, dude. Mike Perry probably made his debut. Shit, dude. Nick's been out of the UFC longer Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, the guy ain't been around that long. Like Anderson Silva ch champ days. No, dude. Mike Perry came in, and his first, like, like weigh-in that I really remember, he fought a, um, a South Korean, and I can't remember his name, man. I'll look him up. But uh, he fought this guy, and Mike, I mean, it looked like he was brought in to lose, if you ask me. <laughs> But uh, at the weigh-ins, he sticks his hand out to, like, shake his hand. And, and then the Korean goes to shake his hand. And he pulls his hand back real quick. And he's like, oh, you thought you had a friend, didn't you, boy? <laughs> <laughs> and he has, like, and then he turns around and flexes. And Michael Bisping is like, does he have God's gift tattooed on his stomach? <laughs> and from that point on, everybody, like, started to clown on him for a second. Yeah. And he goes out in that fight and knocks that fucking dude out stiff, dude. I was like, holy shit, dude. And he just started getting, like, people. And then he got on the mic. And like, this dude isn't fucking around. Like, this is his, like, like that's him. Yeah. <laughs> dude, and that's why people friend? give him a fucking, like, I guess he got in a lot of trouble for saying the N-word. People didn't give him a whole lot of shit, I think, because they know that's just him, bro. He's just kind of fucking. Well. Since you want to talk about white guys saying the N-word, you uh -oh. want to talk about... Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Dude, fucked up, bro. Did you see the video? Because I didn't see the video. I did see the video, dude. And you know what it reminds me of? What? It reminds me of, like, the drunk white kid who who maybe, like, got a pass from his black buddy for saying it a couple times. Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about the guy that got smashed in the face with a twisted tea can? <laughs> that was that guy. <laughs> what? I know what you're talking about, man. That guy. All right, hold on. I swear, what you just not, described not like was the twisted tea can. Okay, guy. no, no, that guy. Like he was a little much, bro. All right, I'm talking more of like the nerdy white kid who maybe like was allowed to say it a couple times when he got drunk and he didn't get beat up for yeah. it, you know. Well, anyway, the Morgan Wallen thing was, like, he got drunk, and he's, like, trying to, like, talk shit, like, basically, I'll fuck you up, blah, 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 and then, like, I don't think it was a hard R, no. you know what I'm saying? I think it was, like, he was trying to be cool, like, yo, I'll fuck you up, blah, you know, and yeah. then, it, dude, 
Honestly, I don't think they should cancel the kid for him. I think they should make fun of him for being a fucking retard. Yeah. Like, you're not like, supposed if you talk to say like the that R and word. You're an adult, dude. Like, you fucking. You're, I mean, like, do you need to be famous? Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, do you need to be famous? Like, can we be famous? Like, if, if this fucking guy. You know what I mean? Dude, like, three of the biggest radio stations pulled his music over it. So, yeah, there goes his career. We'll never hear from that guy again. Dude, you're going to love this. So the guy was named Hung Yu Lim, and Mike Perry made his debut on the Diaz versus McGregor 2 card. Oh, no shit. Yeah, and he wow. knocked dude out in round one. Nice. He's, was he an early prelim? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm looking at this. I mean... Mike Perry's got a gang of fights in the UFC, bro. And he's got a split decision win over Paul Felder, so. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I feel like he's been in for so long because he's fought so much. But, like I said, you know, he he made his debut on Little Brothers card, you know what right. I mean? Like, the guy's got a lot of fights that man. Like, he, he fought a bunch as an amateur, too, but. He made his AMI debut in 2010. Fucking Nick had 30 fights by then. As a pro. I just got followed by the Weird Crew podcast. Hey, man, they know good shit. Shout out to those guys. (laughs) Weird Crew podcast. What's up, guys? All right, so you got Chris Lieben by murder. Pretty much, yes. I mean, Chris is my dude, bro. Yeah, the cat smasher. The cat smasher. One day, people will get to hear that bit that we had on he it. He can't so. really own it, though. You know what I mean? Because he'll catch so much shit if he goes by the cat smasher. Did he ever laugh or like your comment? No. I wish he would have. That would have been cool. I would have fangirled out on that. All right. So, let's, we're, let's rate this pre-roll, bro. This yeah, I mean, man. Uh, we're gonna do. Let's keep it simple, though. Let's do like a, a one through ten system. We'll come up with something clever as on, we go. But. Let's do taste, high, and um, we'll do packaging. Even like we'll rate the packaging. Nah, not packaging is fine. But you know what? I really pay attention to when I get any kind of rolled up smoke. How does it hit? Yeah, like, is it that's true. Hard to hit. Is it easy to hit? Is it like? So you want to do four categories? One through, we'll say five. Four categories, or one through ten. Well, okay. So for our test, is uh, first is taste, one through five. We're doing one through five. One through five. And then we can do an average of the four. I like that. Yeah. All right, but. I mean, this is tasty, man. I don't want to just give everything fives right out the gate, but I mean, they gave us a fucking. A nice little pre-roll here. Yeah, I thought it tasted great. So I'm definitely going to give it like a, we'll say a 4.1. We'll even put some points. You got to do it Portnoy style, dude, because that leaves yourself, you know, options. Yeah. I like it. You know, you say 4.1. I'm going to go 3.8. All right. It is tasty, but... Is this Oklahoma grown? Do we know? I am not 100% sure. I think this is Louisiana. I just said I want your best pre-roll, and this is what I got. It's 
Um, Fire. All right. Listen, I'm going to tell you like <coughs> El Presidente says when he rates them fucking badass looking New York pizzas. Yeah. When you get a 7-4, that's a good score, right? That uh, Listen, a 3.8 out of 5, come on, dude. That's yeah. a fucking killer score. I like but we got to leave room for improvement because this, I mean, there's going to be better ones. I mean, I, maybe. At least I hope. I hope. I hope so, too. Definitely and good. It's not a knock on anybody or who we get it from. I mean, a lot of it's going to be preference, too, you know? I just dropped it on the table. Whoops. All right, so <coughs> for taste, I got 3.8. <coughs> Dang. All right, so you know, how's it hit? Hit. Man, that thing hits great. I know, like I mean, a boss, bro. I got, I got, I got to go four six on hit, dude. Yeah, that thing is. I, I was thinking like a four five. Yeah, four point five. It's got like a a glass thing like rolled in it, like a crutch thing. That's because it's got like a glass crutch and dude, and this thing is killer, dude. Yeah, it's it's hitting fantastic. It's not getting the high I mean if you got two people on it like us I mean <laughs> good luck finishing this thing that's all I'm gonna say I gotta go I gotta go 4.1 on that yeah I'll match you on that one 4.1 I'll give it what was your what'd you rate it on the hit 4.6 yeah dude okay. it hits like a boss yeah okay and final uh, packaging yeah packaging presentation it's I'm, got like the Maker's Mark type of melted cap to it. Right? I'm going to give this one a high one. I'm going to give it 4.9. Because it's got the fancy vial with the Maker's Mark type of melt yeah. on it and stuff. The melted wax is a nice touch. See, this is where I'm going to go opposite of you on this one because I feel like they didn't focus as much on the packaging because the product is fucking yeah. fire. So. I'm gonna go three, four on packaging. Three, four, damn. Yeah. So, I mean, overall though, this thing is amazing, <laughs> and it's gonna lead us into our uh, fights pretty nicely. We're gonna sit down, we're gonna watch the bare knuckle fights, and we're gonna come back and tell you guys what happened. Good thing for you guys, it's gonna feel like a second. Okay. For us, it's gonna feel like an eternity. I'm trying to. Uh, All right. I'm trying to do the math for the averages. But my I'm, uh, I'm kind of high. So. <laughs> I, I got I got my overall score on the plug nine one eight Woods pre roll. Overall score is a four point four on my side. I got three point nine eight. Three point nine eight. That three point four killed it. Oh, yeah, and you got a 3.82. Right. Yeah, well, so. So holler at those guys. I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm definitely medicated right now. So we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after the fights, and we'll talk to you some more. All right, we'll see you guys. See, I told you all it was just a second. We're back. I don't even think it was a full second. No, blink of an eye. We're blink back. of an eye. And I tell you what. That shit was amazing. That whole card was fucking dope. Yes, it was fantastic. From, I, I we saw the first two uh, main card main main fights. Those were actually finishes. Both of them. You want to talk about those? 
Yeah, we'll run through those real quick and we get to the main three. So, was it a, a Bono versus Chalbeck? Chalbeck knocked him in the third. And, oh, I mean, rock hard. Yeah, rock hard. <laughs> the guy, Greg Bono, had rock hard on the back of his shorts, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So, yeah, yeah he, he looked got like dropped. the guy you would see, like, in an Irish pub and, like, fucking 100 years ago, you know. Yeah, got dropped in the third. It was a pretty decent little fight. Yeah, it was. And then uh, old Lorenzo Hunt came and knocked out our boy Morrow. Yeah, Rob Morrow, we've actually seen fight local here in Tulsa a few times. And uh, he, he's done pretty good, man. He made it to the fourth before he got knocked out. I think he was a little hesitant. Didn't want yeah. to throw. He was scared of the speed. and, and, and Dude came right the over the top of the right hand and then a left hand to follow and did him nasty. Ooh. Yeah. Trey Brown versus Zach Zane. Um Trey Brown, winner by KO in the second round. I'll be honest with you, that one was kind of... The Trey Brown dude, like, hurt his knee. Oh, yeah, that's and, that one. And, I and forgot about that. it was hobbling that. around. It was a weird fight. Yeah, it was a really weird fight. I didn't write nothing down about it. But. Like, the guy the guy was hurt, and then and then he comes in and fucking knocks the guy out. So, I don't know, man. Like, it was, it was a strange fight to say. I feel like if that guy w- would have kept going, he probably could have won because, dude... Well, he was hobbling. He could not walk on that leg. So, right, and uh, he was he was saying he couldn't see, but he got fucking rocked. Yep. And then we go on to, oh man, the best retirement fight I've ever fucking seen. It was so good, dude. Chris Lieben fucking went out like a warrior, bro. Knocked dude out in the first round, early, just like I said he was gonna do, and it was beautiful, man. Well, it was kind of weird, though, because Quentin Henry got fucking hit with a little short left hand, and... It was a left uppercut. Yeah, he claimed to say that he like he got poked in the eye, and it was, like, screaming and shit, yeah. and like, rah, you know, <laughs> and then the, the fucking... He's literally told the doctor, I mean, I, I heard him say it at least twice, I can't yeah. see shit. And they gave him... Yeah, time. they're like, we're gonna give him five minutes. Then they look at the, the, the film, and they're like, hey, um, if you can't continue... It's going to be a TKO loss. Yeah, it, it was a punch. And then they still give him five minutes to hang yeah. out and that recuperate. Was, that was the weirdest part. I, I didn't understand why they stopped the fight. They, they did that a couple times in the night. Like They, they gave him five-minute breaks for... I think it's because they're pulling all these MMA refs over, and the, like it's a little bit different, you know? Like, I mean, I get it, you know, it... It leaves you without that lackluster finish for a fight. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's always so disappointing when a well, fight gets stopped by some bullshit like that. In this case, though, it did not do that because there was still a fantastic finish. I right. Mean, yes. I mean, to Quentin Henry's credit, I mean, he got up and fucking went out there and he went out on his shield, went out yeah. slugging. And uh, he ended up getting slept because the crippler, the cat smasher, the legend, the man, the myth. Chris Lieben, man. Fucking I'm so happy to see him get that win. That Me was too. Great. I was glad to see him go out like that. So, good for him. Yes, dude. What, what a great cap to a great career. All right. And, and then for the co-main event, something that I'm super excited about. Oh, my goodness. What a fight, right? What a hell of a fight. All five rounds. I mean, guys going back and forth. You think one guy's winning, then the other guy starts landing shots. I mean, 
Dak win, man, with the win by unanimous decision. I tell you what, man, he looked 20 pounds smaller than Johnny. And like a whole head shorter. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of head, we were talking about how fucking huge Johnny Bedford's head is. Holy shit, dude. Like, he looked ginormous compared to him, man. He looked like a whole weight class above him. Yeah, for sure. And then he was talking about going to the featherweight Grand Prix. But now, like it looked like he was already there. Yeah, man, okay. and it looked like he gassed out early. I mean, I know he was there all five. Yeah, but it looked like he didn't have a whole lot of steam left after the first. I'll be honest, after the first round, he like he looked like he was yeah. getting tired. But he hung in there and he tried to, you know, kind of hang on. Him. One thing I want to say though, dude, is man, he has got to be up there. Like when we talk about dirty fighters, man. Yeah, we gotta add Johnny in there, man. Because the he, he does gouging the eye. I watched him. Do he it about threw night. a guillotine. I, I I was waiting for him to jump guard and throw a fucking guillotine on him, dude. <laughs> yeah, like it was. Did. He does some kind of some dirty yeah. shit. It's kind of sketchy for sure. And then Dan Mergliata, the ref, he doesn't see like shit, dude. Like seconds. Yeah, man, it was crazy. But yeah. regardless, it was a fucking good fight, man. Oh, props to both guys. Yeah. Dad be that. Dad be that, dude. I'm a fan, dude. I tell you what, going into it, and I like I said before, you know, I, I didn't know much about the guy. You said that Johnny was fighting a toddler. Man, I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> like the size difference was crazy. That motherfucker's 38 years old, and he's a fucking beast, dude. <laughs> yes, he is. Right. He's tough. little, but shit, he can't help that. He's fast, dude. Like lightning. He's like a little. Little Pacquiao, yeah, bro. For real. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. that was a good fight. I had for fun. Sure. Then we go on to the main event Paige Van Zandt, Britton Hart. I mean, the fucking WWE divas coming. To I won't throw lie. Down. I was on my phone for over half the fight. <laughs> it was a decent fight. Britton got it, but. Page, it took Paige Van Zandt four rounds to actually fucking realize she was in a fight, I think. Yeah, I watched, uh, watched the fifth round for sure, and she she looked like she was doing pretty good. But I mean, she kept trying to do a little tie plum, yeah. you know, and clinch up, and but she wasn't doing shit. She was just basically holding Britain Hart there so she could fucking punch her in the ribs. I wore her out, though. But. I tell you what, though. Britain Hart has got to work on the mic, man. Yeah. She is fucking terrible on the microphone. What was it? I'm not a human. I'm not a person. I'm not a person. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. I'm not a person. Oh, I'm a feeling. Jenna was saying that she was a full-blown psychopath because of the shit she was saying. So, I guess it was Dude, kind of fucked up. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, she's definitely got to work on her, like, microphone skills because if they're trying to, you know, market her, they're going to have a fucking hard time. Like, I was going to say, do you think they can market her? her? Like, they're going to have to put some work in, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> I think that's why they were hoping that Paige would do it because Paige is easily yeah. sellable. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's a fucking Instagram they just star. They wasted like, probably over a hundred k on her alone. Fucking more than that, you I'm think? sure. Yeah, 
I bet you she got a nice contract. Well, but she she's not on, done. She's going to fight again there. She was on social media saying that she was getting 40 to show and 40 to win at UFC. So I was like, a little bit more than that. 100K, 120. No. I bet you she got... Half a mil? Probably. After yeah. it's all said and done. She should probably get pay-per-view points and all yeah. kinds of shit. But just base. Show, show on when. What do you think she's getting? With the loss, I bet you she got about. You, we were saying half, she probably didn't get quite half a mil. I bet if she would have won, she would have probably got close to it. But if I had to guess, you know, with no information at all, I'd probably say a quarter mil. Really? Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, she's a fucking huge star. She pretty much had the option to go wherever she wanted. Yeah, and she she true. went to bare knuckles, so they had it had to have been a nice contract. Did not pay out well for her. I don't know. Well, uh-huh. anything else on the fights tonight? Or are we moving I think we covered all the fights. We can uh, cover the conversation that I had with Riley a little bit ago. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are going crazy in the front room. and um, Basically, Jason's just... Hey, Jason's <laughs> about to tell you a story about how he embarrassed the hell out of his, his toddler son. I was didn't t- even realize it, bro. He had a straight-up dad moment and embarrassed the shit out of his son, and it was great. Like, they, were, they were running around all, acting all crazy, and uh, one of them was like, I'm a big kid, and so the other one was like, yeah, I'm a big kid too. And I just looked at Riley, and I was like, you're not a big kid. You can't even wipe your own butt. And he stopped, dead in his tracks, turned around and looked at me like I knew I fucked up oh, man. as soon as I looked at him. It was comical as shit because he t- like the look on his face was just sheer like terror like how dare you say that in front of my friend it was great I I felt really really bad about it I didn't mean I to. loved it you know what it did it reminded me of when I was a kid and I shit you not dude like the first day of first grade like my mom is dropping me off Sand Springs Central Elementary. We're pulling up, dude. I can still see it in my head, dude. And I get out of the car, close the door, and I'm walking up to the door. And she rolls down her window. And, like, she had to, like, lean across to fucking hand roll this thing down. (laughs) And she's like, Mike John, you got clean underwear on? And, dude, (laughs) yes, man. And that's how I started my fucking school career. Like. You might as well just, like, go and find somebody to beat up after that. (laughs) I mean, my parents love to embarrass us, dude. We're like the family that, like, everybody in the family has at least one photo of you taking a shit. Like, we're like, (laughs) you're just in there taking a dump, and then everybody in the family thinks it'd be a good idea to barge in with a fucking Polaroid. Riley's aunt loves to send me pictures of Riley peeing in nature and, like, because whenever he does it, he pulls his pants all the way down to his ankles. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> there was always that kid. He's that kid, yeah, huh? He's that kid. He's going to be the kid at the urinal well, that's got his drawers down to his ankles. Today, whenever I pulled up at your house, the whole, like, uh, once we got over there by Dollar General, he's like, Dad, I got to go. And I was like, just hold it. Just hold it. He, he keeps telling me, oh, the car seat's holding it. And I'm like... Does that mean he peed his pants? Like, I'm like, fuck. As soon as I get here, I jump back there. I let him out of the car seat. And I'm like, just go on the tire. And he was like, no, I'll get the tire wet. Like, I, don't, I was like, I don't care. Just go. So he pulls his pants down and goes. And then Makai comes up and opens up the door. And he's looking out. I was like, 
Why are you watching my son pee, you weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm, uh, I'm not. And he like went inside real quick. <laughs> yeah, that was basically like, man, fuck Jason. <laughs> That's why he's hiding in his bedroom all night. <laughs> oh, that's just because he's too cool. That's what yeah. kids do, man. They're he always cool. does that. Like we're old now, here. dude. We're not. We're not cool. <laughs> like it is what it is. <laughs> so I was thinking about. I know I've been trying to do the booking ID beauty contest, right? Where it's... we look at the the girls who are locked up and. Tulsa County Jail, and we, and we, be super vain, and we judge them on their looks. Oh, super vain. But it's all right. It's fun. I thought vain was like whenever you're, uh, you think that yourself is more beautiful. I said that all fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like being vain, you think that you're like better than people, I guess. Or no, man. I think it's like you're like super. Like worried about your looks, yeah. You know there I mean? you go. That's you're judging on your appearance a lot more. But anyway, so that's what we were trying to do. We we're gonna look at them and this and that, and you know, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of maybe people won't like that. Maybe it's kind of misogynistic. Yeah, trying to be real PC, but, right? But I, then we were talking also before we were talking about maybe, you know, finding a connection for our our, our single friends that are maybe looking for somebody to hook up with. And then I started thinking about both of them, and I'm like, well, maybe it's, we should combine them. Like, the, the real-life lowered expectations meets the booking ID beauties. But also, then I was like, well, who am I going to do that's single? And I was like, well, you. <laughs> You're single, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because I was begging for it last time. And then, and then, <laughs> and then I looked on the, the, the booking ID for Tulsa County, because that's just a hobby of mine. I just do that anyway. <laughs> Because maybe I'll see like a family member or somebody I know. But what I did though is I grabbed five profiles of women that are currently booked in Tulsa County. And then I was thinking about Jason. I'm like, we're going to look at these women, see which ones you might like to send your profile to. My profile just mean a picture and maybe a phone number. And maybe they'll, <laughs> <laughs> they'll respond to you. So we can do the dating game through the booking ID, and maybe you can pay some bills for these nice women. Look, I love where you're going with this, and I know we talked about it a minute ago, but the more I think about it, I don't need a convict in my life. Right. That's a good way to wake up with nothing in the house, right? Yes. 100%. So maybe we'll just let them go then. But it's a fun idea, and I like it. Did no, we? We did figure out the final score on the uh, the pre roll. We tallied up both of our votes and got an average between the the two of us. Yes. We had a four point one nine. We're just short of four twenty. In case you are wondering, four point one nine for the Packwoods. Okay, right. so do you want to update on my previous rejection story? Because I think it's worth putting out there. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. So this was the this was the girl who had the um the misconnection. Yes. So the very next day after we spoke about that, she uh, changed her relationship status like immediately, and then she posted a couple of fun pictures of her new haircut. Do you know what she did to it? Is it a mullet? 
kind of close because it's shaved completely on half this side and then the other side it's still long Fuck and she yes. like didn't straighten it so it's super curly and crazy she got the trans am out one bro oh that's funny you say that because she looked perfect in a trans am for that Fuck yeah dude <laughs> Dude, I can dig it, dude. She's got like I just fucking it's funny. white snake fucking playing, dude. Hair blowing in the wind or some she shit. She just smells like hairspray. Fuck. <laughs> she's she used a whole bottle on her head. Well, is she not with the the guy? Uh, to my knowledge, I guess she is. Yeah. As far as I know, it's really good for them, man. She's I'm cooking happy. for him and shit now. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she loves cooking for her new man. Oh, <laughs> oh man Dice is just like a little bit of jealousy Yeah maybe I don't know When you give her a hug dude When she like Wipe a booger on her back <laughs> Next time you see her Just secretly wipe a booger on her Just wipe boogers on her <laughs> yeah. and The only reason I was saying that man Is cause there's this Well this A co-worker of mine And I just seen it man And this guy man He's just a fucking tool bag alright we're gonna keep it nice and simple okay and I was just like man I don't wish him no ill will but I just you know I would just I would laugh if somebody just wiped a booger on him that's all (laughs) I was saying why don't you wipe a booger on him and you know I thought about it (laughs) and I'm like am I that childish do I want to do that like he's got his like beanie hanging off of his toolbox maybe if I just like (laughs) swiped a booger on the inside of his beanie so like when he put it down just slide around his forehead (laughs) I have a feeling you've actually done it though because you put a lot of thought into it dude I have put too much thought into it because I've already thought about like you know this like that's the front of his beanie, so if I did wipe it, I'd have to put it there so it goes down on the <laughs> forehead. You know what I mean? You're really trying to ruin this man's life. Not ruin his life. I just think Dude. it'd be kind of funny if he swiped a booger on his forehead because he's such a fucking if douchebag. If I had a booger on my forehead, I would probably, like... That would suck. Would you... Hold on. That's, that's the thing, though. Would you think somebody wiped a booger in your hat, or would you think that somehow you misplaced a booger? <laughs> or, like, or you, like, swiped your nose or some shit? Like, you'd be yeah, okay. like, where the fuck did this booger come from? You Would, would you think it's yours? Touche. Touche. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Chances are pretty good that you would be like, damn, how the fuck did one of my boogers get in my hat? Just get in my hat. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> you know I'm right, man. Oh. So the Super Bowl's coming up. You want to make a prediction? Is the goddamn devil going to win the Super Bowl, Jason? The fucking devil is going to win by 15 points. By 15 points? Yes. Are you shitting me? Yeah. What what I mean? Do you have know. like a prediction on that, or you just no? I just think Tom Brady's gonna win. I don't really have a spread. I just said that because I knew it was outrageous. <laughs> um, I think Tom Brady's gonna win though, one hundred percent. Do you want, do you want to take a score? I mean, cause... I want Pat to win, but um, let's do. I'm gonna give Tom. I'm going to give him three touchdowns, so we'll do 21 to, like, 19. Like, it's going to be a close game. 19. 21 to 20. I think they're going to they're gonna 21 have 21 to 20. Yeah, 21 to 20 because they're going to get a lucky block kick or a failed two-point for the win. Dang. Maybe. 
you know, they say it might rain in the Super Bowl. So yeah. the running game might be a big deal. So kind of a lower scoring game, you might be onto something there. Yeah. I am also going to pick the goddamn devil to win it. God the only reason God. I want him to win, though, is because it just kind of helps, you know, just helps my cause. Yeah. You know, Patrick Mahomes got time. Shit, Tom Brady's going to be playing until he's fucking 65. That means Patrick Mahomes yeah. got plenty of time, right? All right. He can get one. But I think it's going to be a little bit of a higher scoring game than what you got. I'm going to say 31-34 Tampa Bay. By a field goal. I like it. What are you eating on the Super Bowl, man? I know everybody talks about, like, what's your favorite Super Bowl My food? favorite Super Bowl food, and I actually eat it year-round because I don't give a fuck. Um, Little Smokies, man. Little Smokies, Little Smokies and barbecue sauce? Yep. Just cook them up. Pop them in. If I can get the ones that got the fucking cheese in the middle, that's, oh, they're the best. Get some head country. Cook them up till they're warm. You eat those regularly, you fuck said? Fuck yes, all what the time. What the fuck, dude? That's crazy. All the time. Riley loves them, so I make them all the time. Hell yeah. Okay. That's definitely on my list. I heard there was a chicken wing shortage in the United States right now. Do you know that? No. I've not heard anything about that. Yeah, dude. There is a fucking chicken wing shortage. What a disaster, right? Because that's, I mean, no. that's one of my favorites if we're talking about... Can I be 100% honest? Uh, don't fucking tell me you don't like chicken wings. I don't bro. like chicken wings, Get man. the fuck out I mean, of here, it's, dude. It's Are not that I don't me? like them. I'll eat them, okay? I'm just like, whenever I'm like, fuck, what do I want to eat? I never think, oh, chicken wings. Or like, whenever people go to like, do you want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings? I fucking hate that place. Man, that's because B-dubs attracts a bunch of fucking tards, man. It's <laughs> like... But their their wings aren't that good. Like I would rather go get wings from like Mazio's because they they're better. You don't like you're not the guy who orders like boneless chicken wings, are you? No, I get real wings. Man, boneless chicken wings are fucking chicken nuggets, yes. right? I mean, I'll eat boneless chicken wings, but if I'm getting wings, I'm getting bone in. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'll eat just about anything yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I just want to make sure I'm clear here. Whatever, man. Chicken wings are good Super Bowl food. They anyway. definitely are, but I'd rather have some nachos. I like nachos for the Super Bowl. Get fucking loaded nachos or like loaded baked potato even. Something that I can power or <laughs> cover in like cheese and gravy, like sour cream. How about shit. Detroit style pizza? You yes. tried that? Yeah. Dude, fucking. I, I had one of them motherfuckers the other day from Pizza Hut. Yeah. Bomb. Where is it? Pizza Hut. Detroit style pizza. I was fucking That sounds like amazed. an app. What the fuck? I mean, I'm, am I plugging Pizza Hut right now? I, I mean, Pizza so. Hut, if you're out there. I think you're turning into a giant ad. Holla at you, boy. But for real, I'll fuck with it. I'll get some soon. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about how I'm an asshole to girls and why they don't like me? <laughs> I think you do. I, I really don't, but I think it's going to make for good content. Let's hear it. Um, I basically... You were wanting to tell this story, and I, 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 I did tell I you to hold this side. how to tell the story, to be honest. Well, so this I might is good, because this is brand out, new to me. To be honest. Um, so I was ta- I've been talking to this girl. It's nothing... I don't th- think any... It's never 
gone anywhere yet or anything. I kind of like the girl. We've been talking. We got a 60-day snap streak on Snapchat. So, I mean, whatever that tells you. How many fucking selfies can you take, dude, before it gets boring? Like... Dude, I'm so thankful I ain't out there chasing anything right now. Oh, my God, dude. You, dude, you should be. I don't know, man. Snapchat is kind of whack, to be honest. But Jeez. I use it to talk to some of my friends. And Anyway, she sends me a snap, and she's leaving her class. And she's at the fucking the college over here down the street from your house, actually, over oh, off nice. of fucking 41st. And I guess because of COVID, they've got all the entrances uh, shut down except for one because you have to check in and get your temperature check, whatever. And it's like super far away from the parking lot. She sends me a Snapchat and she's like huffing and puffing and like she's like very winded. And me being the fucking dumbass that I am because a few weeks, let me, let me set this up for you because a few weeks prior we were talking about going to the gym and I was like, if you have a gym membership, take me because I want to go hit a treadmill because I want to work on cardio. Like that's one thing that I want to like start working on. I want to start hitting a treadmill and just fucking getting to where I can even walk for miles. You I, think know? I, I think I know where this is going. Already. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about that previously and then she sends me this video of her huffing and puffing and I'm like see that's why we need to go to the gym you know something like that so we can work on our car oh here. shit yeah, yeah bro you uh, fucked up yeah yeah 100% she was like hey you're a fucking asshole <laughs> I was like oh shit like I didn't even think yeah, about yeah cause it. she didn't realize she was idiot. huffing and puffing and then oh she that is was. great dude I, I'm probably gonna have to cut this. You're on off. a fucking roll, man. Dude, like, <laughs> killing I, it. I just, I'm an idiot in that sense because I was just like, in the context of we were previously talking about going to the gym just for cardio, I thought it was relevant. And I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was just like, I was trying to give her a real life application where cardio was important. <laughs> and it totally blew up in my face because yeah. she ain't talking to me because now you yeah <laughs> yeah because she basically feels like you just fucking fat shamed her I didn't fat shame her I'm trying to like put my nose in that booty okay <laughs> yeah. it's not fat shaming her at all I, just, no, I, I get it I get it it's just uh, I don't know failure on delivery I guess <laughs> yeah I just like the delivery talk. just wasn't good I should have just been like oh yeah that sucks I'm so sorry <laughs> like dang you don't even look tired at all <laughs> something oh. like that maybe we don't need to work on cardio cause you're handling that well <laughs> yeah man I'm just uh, whatever she ended up snapping me like she we haven't lost our snaps is that a thing? Like, if you if you break the streak, is that, like, bad? Yeah, I don't know, I guess. Maybe. Like, if you go, like, 50 days and then fucking... She hasn't like let, it, she hasn't let it fail for 60 days, so if she, let, if she lets it go... So explain then. this to me, like, 60-day snap streak, so what does that mean? Like, every day, like, you We've fucking take at a least selfie? one snap, one picture. So you take a selfie with, like, a cute phrase below? Maybe I'll send her a dick pic. Like, give me an example. No, feeling, not a dick pic <laughs> example, but, like... If I'm spilling spicy... What do you... Like, I mean, like... 
good morning. No. You're like smiling, like no, winking at the camera. I wasn't doing good morning and shit. No. Good, no. good morning at one thirty. I didn't know. No. <laughs> I mean, I see where you're going with that, but no. I don't do that good morning stuff. Like, I used to whenever I was younger. I'm too old for that shit. Whenever How I wake are you, up, beautiful? Yeah, no. Whenever I wake up, I got to be productive. Listen, I in my Riley experience. Together and get ready for work, drop Riley off, yeah. you know. Like, I'm too busy in the morning to be like, oh, good morning, beautiful. Dude, I miss you. In my experience, that is like the, like, you want to dry up a pussy quicker than anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. call with the good mornings and the right. I love you babies. Yeah, yeah no. right. No. Like, oh, that's not me anymore. Used to be whenever I was younger. Pretty much I'll every girl I've ever seen. Like, I mean, you can't like, you can't do that, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you do that, they're gonna fuck your friend, dude. That's yeah. what's gonna happen. That's... Like, you're gonna you're gonna pay for their food. Well, you're gonna pay for their food, but they're gonna blow your buddy. Nice, yeah. That's funny. I'm glad I didn't do that. Yeah, I man. thought it, I thought with this this girl I was talking about, I thought it was been pretty casual. We went went out to eat a few times, hung out a few times. We talk a little bit, not like all day, all night. No good morning, good night, shit, nothing like that. I just think she's cool. She's funny. Oh yeah. We can uh, segue into something else now. I don't think I've used <laughs> you that sure? a while. I mean, all this talk about romance made me think of my dog, dude. Like, all <laughs> the fucking... I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, dude. She might take that the wrong way, too. No, but no, no. Just, tell, just go. I know what you're going. Well, that fucking dog, man, he's fucking everything, dude. Like, he will not <laughs> stop, dude. Like, he is literally fucking everything. The, he the was poor other. To hump my leg. Look, I have two dogs, all right? <laughs> like, I have one dog who's like a 75 pound pit bull. She's a big baby. Kind of, kind of not the smartest dog. I'm not going to call her stupid she's on the podcast, but she's a big, sweet dog, yes. And then I have another little dog who's a prick. Wiener dog. Man, whatever you want to call him, Lambo. He's like a like a slinky who fucks everything. <laughs> slinky, like off a of Toy Story, the slinky dog. I yeah, dude, Lambo. <laughs> Lambo. He's like a. I don't know. I don't know how to describe him. He's actually a really good dog because he's like a good alarm system. He yeah. just barks at everything. Like you can't get by that dog. He'll it, fucking. It took him longer to warm up to me than it did for Chica. She, uh, she warmed up to me. He's got quick. that Napoleon syndrome, man. It's like a really short guy. Right, like yeah. You know what I mean? Like, have you noticed, like, the really short dudes are, like, usually really aggressive? Actually, my buddy Matt, prime example. He's, like, 5'5", five, five, I think. The dude's, like, 180 pounds, and he's all muscle. Like, yeah. he, it ain't no joke. Like, that dude is fucking strong for his size, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And I would never fight him, but... Yeah, he's got that. He's like type super of aggressive. Oh yeah, hyper aggressive. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm not fucking short. Fuck you. <laughs> no, he doesn't do that. I'll crack short jokes to him, but like, I spent fucking like two, three years, four years on the truck with him. So yeah. like, we got pretty close. I like that guy. He's probably listening right now. Actually, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, we need all the listeners. But anyway, if anybody's got a, like a female wiener dog, man, that like you know you can let Lambo bust some cliffs off in, man. <laughs> maybe get some, maybe get some wiener dog puppies out of the deal. That'd be great. So you can stop fucking everything in my house. That'd be cool. If you do, you got to come off one of them pups because Riley needs a dog. 
Man, yeah. I'm get rid of that dog that you can, I have. Because you can have them. I mean, you can only have so many wiener dogs. Riley told me today that my dog that I have at my house is ruining his life. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, yeah, good question. Because I'm like, he's not that bad. He said, man, fuck this dog, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like, we have to get rid of him. I'm like, what do you want to do? Just go set him free? You're telling me. Like, <laughs> wait till they start chewing all your stuff up, kid. Man. What's I you- mean... My super, super intelligent bulldog or pit bull, whatever you want to call her, man. That dog, when she was younger, she was literally like ripping the satellite dish cables that ran on the side of the house, like ripping those off of the wall and like chewing them in half and like (laughs) digging up electrical wires that are underneath the patio. I mean, that dog, I don't know how she's still alive, but. Just doing bad dog shit. Bad dog stuff. That's right. (laughs) They probably heard us say bad dog. <laughs> they're going to go chew something up now. Yeah. <laughs> like they're talking about Go it. hide under the bed. They heard bad dog. Do oh. <clears throat> you want to touch on black actors wearing dresses? No, I think this is all you, bud. Oh, uh, yeah? No, Are we not going to talk about no, it? No, this is the conspiracy. That, well, how did, I don't even know how it came Jenna up. Jenna told me about it like the last time I was over here whenever we recorded the other podcast. Could be, we were watching the Wild Wild West with Jim West. Oh, and that's right. And yes. and uh, Will Smith was in a dress. Yes, while he's trying to like murder that guy or right. assassinate him, I guess. And that brought point. up like a conspiracy theory that we had talked about. Well, about I'd never heard of it. Me actually. neither. She says that um, one of the reasons why Dave Chappelle left and moved off and fell off the map was because I think that's a rumor. Me too. 100%. But I want to put it out there. Maybe somebody can point me in the right direction, but basically the execs wanted to put like the Hollywood elites. Yes, they wanted to put him in a dress for a skit and he didn't want to do it and he basically told him to go fuck themselves and they ruined his life. Right, but the conspiracy is though that like the the rich Hollywood elites have been putting like these famous lead black actors yes. in dresses in these movies and they have to like have one role where they wear a dress or or something like that. And then we started looking into it and started looking at like There's a list of all the the lead black actors in Hollywood and then like movies that they'd been in to where they wore a dress. Like, do you have the list pulled up? I'm about to. So, well, Eddie what? Murphy, Jamie Foxx, Chris Tucker, Wesley Snipes was the one that was like, what? No, uh, but Wesley Snipes was in that uh, Tu Wong Fu yes, movie, dude. Yeah. That's an old one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Martin Lawrence, uh, Tyler Perry, of course, and Arsenio Hall was another one that surprised me. And the club scene from Coming to America features Eddie Murphy sitting next to a beautiful Arsenio Hall. Right. They even threw the beautiful adjective in there. Is that is that kind of like... That's Illuminati the, the, to me. Instead of the Harvey Weinstein thing, it was like back then they were like trying to hold him down. They're like, you got to put him in a dress to... I guess so. Something weird and fucked up. I just thought it was weird, especially whenever we looked it up and there's a whole fucking list 
And I was like, oh, maybe there's actually. Is there a list of how many white dudes wore dresses? Because I bet you it's fucking three times as big as, you know what I mean? You're probably right. I mean, Ryan Reynolds wore a dress in Van Wilder. I'm pretty sure John Cena and The Rock. and Well, The Rock was the fucking tooth fairy, right? Does that count as a dress? I would count it as a dress. Does he count as black? No, he's Samoan, right? I think his dad's black. Maybe, yeah. Okay, yeah, then I would count. But does the tooth fairy thing address? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not wearing no frilly wings. I don't know if John Cena's ever wear a dress, but I just can visualize that fucker wearing a dress in my head, right? He did for Nickelodeon. Like, he played, like, a woman's role. Hey. Like, the mother. Do I gotta wear a dress to get famous? Is that what it takes? Fuck, sign me up, bro. I'll put a dress on right now. Dude, I heard they need a new Roseanne, bro. I think I could fit that shit. Y'all need a new Roseanne Connor? What's they up, did her fam? Dirty. They just yeah. killed her. They're like, yep, you're gone. The Connors. The I got to get out of here. Hey, if I got to jump in and be Dan's old lady, bro, like I could do that <laughs> for that money, man. I'm just saying. Could you, could you kiss that man on the mouth? On the mouth? On the mouth, bro. We're talking about ABC family, bro. Yeah. Does it got to be on the mouth? I thought a fucking on peck the on the cheek would be fine. No, on the mouth. No tongue, though. Just on the mouth. Could you do it? I mean, is it, like a, is it like a fucking you love your dad peck on the lips or some shit? I mean, I guess in a way it could be. You got to make it look like. I don't know. What's that contract looking like with ABC? Six figures. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude. <laughs> Get over here, Dan. Get over here, Dan. <laughs> make you a fucking Salisbury steak dinner, too, motherfucker. Hell Let's yeah, go. boy. <laughs> Just saying, man. They was... fucked up getting rid of Roseanne, dude. I but mean, I mean, if there's, said... a, if, if there's a spot open, you know. Well. You gotta watch what you say. <laughs> what? It might come and, true? And, well, no. Uh, I was like, you gotta watch what you say, and then we're, we're trying to get into something where all we do is say shit. <laughs> Dude, that's all I'm good at is saying shit, bro. Right. It's weird. I mean, and it's weird that we can actually have an outlet to An do outlet for like just this. saying shit? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just it's like right shit. up my alley. That's all it is. That's a lot of fun. That's pretty cool. I see people to listen to my shit is a thing. But and fucking subscribe. Be a little bit more liberal with the fucking like button. Does I it agree. take does two seconds out of your fucking life to hit the subscribe like, subscribe to the RSS feed. It'll be on Spotify. Listen, and I used to be the worst about it, man. I used to be like I used to be stingy with my likes. And I don't know why. It's a fucking button. It's a button. Like, yeah, I throw button. hearts everywhere. Sometimes man. I like shit that I don't even like, but you don't know that. Because oh. if you get a like from me, you're like, hey, he likes that. Oh, you started being more liberal with it the past few days for sure. I fucking throw hearts on everybody's shit, and I give a laugh react if I laugh. Like, I've got a system, but I throw out hearts usually. What a weird fucking world we live in, right? This is what right. we live for. For thumbs up. My thumbs up for this. I'm giving motherfuckers thumbs up. Yep. Like, good job, buddy. Hey, but if you, you ever enough give of a, those, listen, you start making money, right? But if you just give somebody a thumbs up in real life, like if you see somebody, like no expression on your face, no, don't smile with it. Just give them a fucking thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> I can barely do it. Yeah, nothing. Don't even. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like if somebody <laughs> does something funny next time you're in real life, yeah, give them a fucking thumbs up. Let's <laughs> see what they do. I always, I always do this, usually. Do they got to match your thumbs up? Or what if they give you a heart symbol like this? Oh, like Mario they, Yamasaki? Yes, dude. The, the two <laughs> ones they put it together, they give you a heart. Oh and, like, God. if you t- if you give them a heart back, then maybe. maybe that's a flirt. That is a flirt. It's a flirt. 
Then you give him a smiley face, a winky face. Yeah. You give him a winky face. There you go. I'm telling you. They're trying. We're, we're simplifying shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, we're already a, a, an hour and eleven minutes. Is that a long time? Should, I mean, we can make it as long as you Should want. we um? There was something I was wanting to talk about, man. That was like a little bit more serious, and it was kind of. It's actually it's very tragic. There's no way to like make it funny or light or anything. There was actually a couple mass murders in this past week. The worst kind. Of oh, the worst kind, kids. man. Yeah, like children, and you know, and in, in Prattville, they had a a guy who killed his wife, his two daughters, and then killed himself. And then in Muskogee, there was a a guy who oh, fuck. There was five kids that five ended up getting kids, killed. Yeah. Man, it's fucking devastating man yeah the real scary thing was whenever I heard about the one in Prattville that happened in the trailer park that a family member of mine lives in and so I immediately called them and was like well actually I lied I didn't call them I text them and was like hey are you okay and they basically immediately text me back and was like yeah we're fine it was uh couple blocks over or something like that i can't remember exactly how far they were from them but i was worried for a minute i was like oh shit because um this particular family member of mine has about seven kids so i was like what's going on all right yeah man it's a pretty sad deal man and it makes me wonder you know with the way the covid shit has been going lately is like is maybe this connected to everybody being locked up in their fucking houses or maybe losing jobs or yeah, I was gonna say, not having the money to do shit or, right. you know, like the world's different, you know, because of it. So some people can't cope with that kind of change. Right. I mean, the guy who kills his wife and fucking kids, you know, clearly, you know, obviously there's mental issues there, but I mean, like, like, does it have anything to do with us not being, you know, some people not being able to work and not being able to... It very well could. I haven't heard any more details about it. I know that in the Sand Springs one, there was one, possibly two other kids that weren't home whenever it happened. So they're basically, like, orphans now, which really sucks. But You mean the Muskogee one? No, the Sand Springs one, because it was two kids, and... The wife and the husband, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And there was two other kids that weren't home whenever that happened that are still alive. That's what I've heard. I don't know if that's 100% true, but if that was the case, it's super sad. I don't know. Uh, the whole thing's sad, no matter how you look at it. It's very sad. Yeah, it's a fucked up deal. The only reason I wanted to bring it up just because I feel like it's something that needed to be said. I've been hearing about it a lot, and it's kind of yeah, well, uh, fucked up deal, man. They all rest in peace, except for the the ones that did it. They can fucking rot. Well, the one guy in the Muskogee murders, he's in he's jail. He's in jail, right yeah. yeah, alive. Like yeah. You, you know, when you hear about stuff like this. Him. I, you think that right like yeah. can you you know it's like hey, we should He'll just be kill him. but right but after and I agree for the most part you know why would we you know taxpayer money to take care of him, blah 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 but 
when somebody does something like that, you kind of want them to suffer. I do. Maybe yeah. that's a twisted way to think, but in the best way for that to happen is for them to live. I, I don't mean, want you got to be a miserable. It's going to be a miserable existence after that. You know? I don't want them to die how that uh, Night Stalker dude died of cancer. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's slow and painful, (laughs) then maybe. Maybe. I mean, if it was, it had to have been like the most excruciating kind. Where I'd be like, okay, that was okay. You know, around this time of year too, we're actually um, coming up on the anniversary of the uh, Oklahoma Girl Scout murders. Did you ever hear about that as a kid? Yeah, um, I know very little about them. Like, one of the last times that I went out to Tahlequah to go uh, float the river, one of the locals, actually, was telling me a little about it. But basically what I understand was it was, a, like, a group of Girl Scouts that were... I don't know if they were lured out into the woods or if it was one of their, like, camp leaders... Yeah, nobody was ever actually charged for the murders for that. Like, oh, really? There's still a lot. And there was a guy that they thought it was, but <clears throat> nobody was ever actually charged for the murders. It was like three girls who were killed out at Camp Scott, and this was in like June of '77. Yeah. So it's, it's I, I keep hearing about it. It's the only reason I bring it up, and it was right. something that like. As a kid, you know, it was something, like, I heard about, and, like, I vaguely remember, like, I think it was a cousin of mine telling me about, like, the story of the guy who supposedly did it, and it was, like, this guy was, like, the fucking boogeyman and stories and stuff, and, like, they said he used black magic to be, like, invisible to go, like, kidnap those girls, and what he did was, like, skinned a, a black cat or some shit like that what and like fuck? boiled it alive or some shit and like I can't remember it was like some crazy like you know voodoo magic type of shit like fucking boiling a cat alive and then it was like they took they boiled the cat alive and then pulled its bones out and did some fucking shit I don't know were you taking notes about the recipe <laughs> no, dude, I was a little kid probably shitting my pants, dude, because my cousins were probably making up a bunch of bullshit to yeah. scare me. You know what I mean? Like, dude, that, it's funny you say that, though, and it reminds me. There, I remember one time sitting outside telling scary stories with my little cousins and stuff, and I remember telling a scary story. I cannot repeat the story at all, so don't try to get me to, but I, I told this scary story, and I was making it up the whole time, and, like... I made it so scary, I scared myself. I started to believe it. Are you guys ready to go to bed now? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, let's go inside, guys. <laughs> I remember, like, me and my cousin used to do that all the time. My cousin Amber, man, we were really close growing up. And, like, we'd always go out to my, our grandparents and shit. And, like, you know, it'd be like a campfire. You know, it'd be summertime when we were out there. So we would always hang out at the campfire with, right. you know, Grandpa. And, like, it'd be late. Best place to be. Yeah, you know, and we would always tell, like, you know... You know, campfire ghost stories and stuff. And I remember this was around the time that, like, Pumpkinhead and, like, all those cheesy fucking horror movies were really kind of taking off. So, like, we told the story and I was terrified, dude, of (laughs) Pumpkinhead. Like, like I I, I swear to God, that motherfucker was going to come swoop me (laughs) up, dude. Like, Sleepy Hollow style, come riding up on his fucking horse, dude. Like, you know. 
And it was probably like, if you were making it up, like in my case, I was probably telling the stupidest fucking story. Oh, I'm sure they were terrible. <laughs> but for like, some reason, I'm like convinced that the story that I'm telling, that I'm making up, and I know that I'm making up, is and it's not true. But I start to begin to think that I might get get by it, you know. Like, like, yeah, Christ. and all, all you're doing is just trying to <laughs> just trying to fuck with your cousins. Right, I'm trying to scare yeah. them. I'm scaring myself. Like, motherfucker, yeah. dude. I, I remember because we had to, like, you know, from the campfire, you know, we had to run to the to the house, and that was, you know, what, 20 yards top. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And that little stretch of where you might see some darkness, oh, yeah, dude, like, <laughs> your ass clenches as you run faster, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, don't want to get let the monster eat my asshole. Yeah, it's like it's like they're fucking nipping at your butt cheeks or something. You just get your all ass tight running. Oh, yeah, shit. that's pretty funny. Well, man, we got an hour and twenty minutes. You want to wrap this up? I think we're gonna wrap it up, dude. Yeah, I'm tired. I still gotta drive thirty five minutes home. So it's been real. It's been fun. Got anything you want to close with? Uh, no, man. If you like us, uh, tell a friend. And please, if you're listening, take that like extra second and subscribe. We appreciate everybody, man. The love the past, you know, couple days has been really cool. You know, it's been awesome. And uh, we're gonna keep this shit going. And we're just gonna have fun, man. Uh, you know, we're gonna announce the winner of uh, the giveaway on the next episode. Right. Of the podcast. Right. So Our favorite will... flyweight UFC fighter, Jimmy the Brick Flick's going to throw some merch out to some of you lucky fans. So you should be finding that out a week from today whenever you listen to this because we know that you're going to listen to this Monday morning as soon as it's posted. So, All right. As always, like fat girl's belly button, I'm out. <laughs>